Welcome to day 137 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season, uh, which is the story of prophets, and we come to one of the major prophets. And by that we mean we have more material from Jeremiah you know, than we do from any other prophet. There are two books he's responsible for, uh, both Jeremiah and Lamentations. And of course, Lamentations, as we learn from Habakkuk, is a, is a lament, a sorrowful prayer before God. Uh, that mourns the wickedness and questions, you know, the the circumstances that are folding around it. And so Jeremiah has a reputation of being the the weeping prophet. And it's certainly emotional highs and lows in the in the Gospel of Jeremiah. He is uh, like you know um, Isaiah was a probably a member of the royal family, an upper class part of the upper caste of Jerusalem. You know, who is announcing you know judgment on Jerusalem. Uh, Jeremiah is a priest, and so he's also seeing this uh, you know, from firsthand experience, the corruption of leadership and the falling away uh, of the people. You learn from chapter 36 that uh, you know, all of this is written down by you know, a scribe named Baruch, so you have a nice patchwork of both prophecies and history you know, in the book of uh, Jeremiah. So this will be uh, you know, our reading for the next few weeks and a, a fun prophet. So we begin today with Jeremiah 1 on Paul here with Cindy and with Matt. We've been abandoned by both Katie and David, but we'll try our best to hold this down. This is, this is fun, you know, just to be on the beginning edge of Jeremiah. Uh, we have a lot to learn from him. Uh, he has some of the most hopeful portraits of, you know, God's future for his people, but there's a lot of judgment, you know, surrounding it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we begin uh, in reading Jeremiah. Before we do, more than anything else, we want to meet God through His Word and mm-hmm. be transformed by Him. So we offer ourselves and in the moment to the Lord. So Cindy, do you mind lifting us up before we read? Yeah, I don't mind. Father, thank you so much for this time in Your Word. And we thank You for the gift of Your Word that it is to us. And we confess that we often don't avail ourselves to um, time in Your Word. So Father, I just would pray that while we sit here and look at it, and um, really delve into it, Lord, that your spirit would teach us and guide us through it and that would convict our hearts um, where it needs to be convicted. And Father, encourage us where it needs to be encouraged. Thank you for these words. Thank you for this prophet. Thank you for um, his faithfulness to you um, as you are always the perfect faithful one to him and all of us. Thank you for this time. Amen. In Jeremiah chapter 1, the words of Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, one of the priests of Anathoth in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the thirteenth year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, and through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, when the people of Jerusalem went into exile. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I'm too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you to say. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, you've seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. The word of the Lord came to me again. What do you see? I see a pot that is boiling. I answered, 
It is tilting toward us from the north. The Lord said to me, From the north, disaster will be poured out on all who live in the land. I am about to summon all the peoples of the northern kingdoms, declares the Lord. Their kings will come and set up their thrones in the entrances of the gate of Jerusalem. They will come against all her surrounding walls and against all the towns of Judah. I will pronounce my judgments on my people because of their wickedness in forsaking me and burning incense to other gods and in worshiping what their hands have made. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them, whatever I command you, do not be terrified by them or I'll terrify you before them. Today I've made you a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall to stand against the whole land, against the king of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the peoples in the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Not a terribly great marketing plan if you're calling <laughs> someone you know, into ministry. Yes, yeah. Jeremiah says, I'm way too young for this. And mm-hmm. God says, this is going to be really hard. I'm going to make you a bronze wall. You know, it, it is, you know, the, the task facing him is a, you know, a task of proclaiming to a people, you know, in mercy, you know, God's coming judgment, but they don't have the ears to hear. And you, you see him moving from Josiah, which was a bright moment in Israel's history. You'll remember Josiah, mm-hmm. you know, as the, the boy king who mm-hmm. in his day they rediscovered, you know, which is just interesting to even think. They rediscovered what was probably the book of Deuteronomy. He read it and said, we've been doing none of this. And there's a national you know, revival that takes place. Mm-hmm. But uh, no sooner does you know, Josiah pass off the scene. Then you know the kingdom you know, spirals down till finally you hear the words of Zedekiah, you know the son of Josiah, king of Judah, when all the people went into exile, and uh, you find the final ruin of the nation as they're carried off into captivity because of their unfaithfulness, you know, to God. So Jeremiah will not only predicts the coming of judgment, which you have here in the first chapter, he experiences it and he experiences the exile. And there's a lot of political intrigue that's going to happen mm-hmm. along the way as he's kidnapped and he's thrown in a well. And <laughs> the other thing that's going to be part of it as, as well. Yeah. So it's, a, it's an interesting you know, chapter. And you love the call of God. Yeah. You see, you know, you see his purpose as an election before I formed you. I knew you. Yeah. And, and it's not just talking about I had, you know, just kind of a, a vague knowledge of who you are. It's a very mm-hmm. intimate word. You know, I, I loved you before I formed you and I formed you for my purposes. And, you know, and you set out as prophets. And so this is a picture not only of mm-hmm. an election of prophet, but it's kind of a picture of our mm-hmm. our relationship with the Lord as well. Before he formed us, he knew us and loved us and purposed us in Christ, you know, to come to him and serve his purposes. Yeah, one of the things I love about this first chapter is how intimately involved God is, mm-hmm. you know, in, in his people. And so sometimes we can think of God in maybe one of two ways. We think of him as just transcendent, far off, sitting up in heaven somewhere, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. we don't know what he's doing. He's just distant. But then others, we may drift almost too, like God's too near, you know, there we lose the transcendence uh, of God. And, and I think this chapter holds that together well, that the Lord says, hey, I've come. You might to see my word be fulfilled. The sovereign word of the Lord will be fulfilled. He will bring those purposes about. We see the transcendence of God, but we see this incredible intimacy of God as well, or imminence of God, where he says, you know, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is so intimately involved in his creation that he's able to say before he even creates yeah he creates you know david takes us back to a wonderful place where he says you you knit me together in my mother's womb and you know and god takes jeremiah back even further i I knew you 
and uh, you know it is it is a word you know the same you know the same thing when we talk about God foreknowing us it's not just having knowledge of us but it's it's a intimate knowing mm-hmm. uh, you know a, a sense of already I've had an intimate relationship with you before you even you know came into being. Well, but I I love what I see here. Um, God has called him. You know, he feels like he's not equipped, that he's young. But I love in 19 where God tells him, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I'm with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. And I, I mean, I feel like that's a part of that calling when there is just this confidence that God places in your heart or in his heart. That yeah, this is going to be hard. It's probably going to be terrifying, but don't be terrified. But um, he said, "I will fight. They will fight against you, but you will not be overcome." I just appreciate that. that. You have every reason to be afraid, but one reason not to be, mm-hmm. and that's I've promised to be with you, mm-hmm. and through the very end. And of mm-hmm. course, we we have that promise as well. Mm-hmm. You know, from the you know, commission of our Lord, surely I'll be with you to the very right. end of the you know, end of the age. Yeah. And it doesn't always mean rescue, but it does always mean that our confidence should be in the Lord and His mm-hmm. truth. And, you know, this is a hard place to stand, but it's also the place the Lord has called us to stand, to stand for Him in the middle of times and places where people may not want to hear Him mm-hmm. and, and may not want to see Him. You have to like the reference, you know, what do you see, the branch of an mm-hmm. almond tree? And that's kind of just in a vague reference. And God says, yes, I'll bring my word to fulfillment. But you remember Aaron's staff was mm-hmm. one, you know, mm-hmm. that budded and bloomed and produced almonds. You know, and it was God's way of verifying his call in his life. And he said, I'm going to do that same thing here. Mm-hmm. You're going to see the bud and the fruit of the things that I've prophesied. Then you see a boiling pot tilting toward the nation about to spill over mm-hmm. and, and you see that again what we talked about in the back at the coming judgment at the hands of uh at the hands of nebuchadnezzar and of, of the babylonians mm-hmm. and of course babylonia will be a symbol from beginning or end of scripture of those who've rebelled against god we mm-hmm. met them in the early chapters of genesis building a tower <laughs> so that they could ascend to the high place and bring god down and God, you know, has to look down to even see their tower, but he scatters them because of their pride and because of the, the human project, you know, that they're endeavoring in. And uh, you see them as a symbol of that arrogance and of that pride and the people exalting themselves over God mm-hmm. even here. But God is using them in the sovereign plan. Close us a word Let's prayer. Pray. Father, we do thank you uh, for your word. We thank you that you are a God who... Um, is both transcendent and imminent. And uh, Father, you you know us before you even create us and form us in our mother's womb. You know us and um, you care for us and delight in us. And, and so, Father, thank you for the, the promise um, that you're with us. Um, you go behind us and before us and, and so much more. Uh, would that continue to encourage us today? Uh, Father, would we find rest in you and comfort in you and, and, and be reminded um, of who you are? Father, we thank you for the grace we have in Christ Jesus. Um, would we would we rest in that today? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.